0: Yeah, they probably they probably didn't have literally
1: like, like full plate armor. It, it differs because it's all what they can afford.
2: Right, some and, and of I them. Just... Some of them had Dixie plate armor. <laughs> they, they had the uh, the uh, equivalent of drywall, but in their time, they <laughs> these frosted flakes boxes painted white. They're they're not going to cover themselves in valuable
1: food. <laughs> No, just need the food. Just Are you daft? Are you covered in rolled oats? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome back to the Trilateral Troika. This is Steve along with the other Steve. Yep. And Ryan. Yep. Uh today we're gonna to be talking about the first crusade. Against what? Against Islam.
2: Oh, okay. I thought it'd be like a crusade against like the uh Curie coffee makers or against Russell car Russell Colin Kaepernick or <laughs>
1: Illiteracy, the crusade <laughs> against illiteracy. <laughs> uh, all right, are attacked?
2: I feel attacked right now.
1: The children's crusade Is that, that was about? later. Yeah, that was like but- way later.
2: Yeah.
0: There, there are multiple Crusades. Um, people can't really agree on what the actual number is because a number of them don't actually, well, most of them don't actually make it to the Middle East. A, a number of them stall out. Uh, one of them is ended when the leader of the Crusade
1: um, drowns to death in, in a river. That's all it takes? Yeah. You just kill the main guy and that's it?
0: Yeah, he <laughs> cut the machine just off. At it, he just head. fell into a
1: river in his armor, and he couldn't swim. That oh, oh, just, oh, that like a is a beautiful death. I mean, that's a shitty way to go. Imagine going home and and having to tell his like wife and children, "Where's dad? Uh he's dead. He
2: drowned because he couldn't swim.
1: He fell Without into that. a uh, five foot deep uh, pool of water, and he <laughs> he couldn't get out." It was just over his mouth, it was. Right on his nose.
2: He was the most British of deaths.
1: <laughs> he was actually German. Fuck. Uh, oh. Well, that's a very efficient death, then.
2: The most efficient.
1: <laughs> the most efficient of British deaths. So why was the First Crusade fought? No one's really sure why the First
0: Crusade sort of came about or, or what sort of precipitated it. Um, it was probably a lot of things. Um, we'll, we'll go through sort of the, what the political situation was like in Europe at that time. And the answer is probably all of the above. Ah, okay. there, there probably wasn't like one major event that precipitated it. But as you'll see, the, the Papacy for a while had a bit of a hard on about taking back, um, or, or I should say taking over, because they never actually controlled it, the, the Middle East. Jerusalem. Yes, what, what is referred to as the Levant. The Levant. So,
2: so now also confirm deny. There was also like a children's crusade, I seem to remember from high school.
0: That was that was later on, and it was mostly a scam to just sell children into slavery.
2: Okay, so it wasn't like a bunch of kids with swords screaming at the top of their lungs running to try to kill people. It was like no, because honestly you ever that see is the is movie was terrifying Yeah, long ago. It I was like know. that. So but, so I mean, what you're uh,
1: saying is Rufio is going to I'm saying that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
2: Look, the idea of hundreds of kids running at you with fucking broadswords scares the shit out of me, like screaming at the top of their lungs. That's terrifying.
1: I'm going to Joe Rogan here. I would I would beat the shit out of those
2: kids. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand. You could probably take about six or seven of these kids, Joe, but there's no way you're taking any more than that.
1: You give me one sword and I'm killing 20,000 of those kids. <laughs> well was an army of apes, well, <laughs> that would be another story. We're having a different conversation there. Do the apes have the coronavirus? Oh God! <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> it's frightening. So well, what okay, you're this is going to
2: be the so, coronavirus-free episode.
1: Well, the last, uh, the last crusade is prophesied to be fought over apes with the coronavirus. Okay, I, it, I believe that's essentially <laughs> the plot of the the newer
0: Planet of the Apes movies. <laughs> Uh, uh, the, the virus that makes the apes like super smart is a super flu and then eventually it, it makes humans go mute get Spoilers the fuck or, out of here
2: so okay uh,
0: and then there's a, essentially a crusade against the apes that the humans see can. that's the last Same. crusade
1: there you go So, sp-
2: well no listen I wasn't wrong things, Ryan yes you were because the last
1: crusade had Indiana Jones in it oh that's true <laughs> shit I forgot that fucking cup of a carpenter
2: that was my Junior. question. Is is, is, is Indy... A name the name of the dog, Indiana. Historically <laughs> accurate in any way she fashion her the Last Alaska. Incredibly.
1: Junior, the <laughs> name the dog, Indiana.
2: Oh, my God. Indy, Henry. Indy, you don't, listen. Indy Follow me. These movies are like the Fast and Furious movies where, like, you, there's no way they could possibly make another one, and yet somehow they pull another one out of their ass. You Wait, know did that? you see they coming out with another one? No yeah
1: fashion i think it's yeah i mean i'm, I'm done I'm yeah done. but they 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 can because it's like a comic book
0: movie you you can always make more because the story keeps going because the characters are just sort of they don't really have a true arc and they're they're, just fu- they're functionally immortal
2: around well then they should stop calling it the last crusade if they're gonna bring them back indie well, what about final fantasy there's just different variations of the final. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the final, the super final. This is like the end end final. No more after this final.
1: I had a Final like Fantasy you- once and I failed that class. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, a, a lot of the reasons why the the First
0: Crusade sort of happened has to do with sort of the what's going on in the world in the 10th and 11th centuries. Muslim armies had had sort of taken over um, North Africa, the the Umayyad uh, Caliphate. Uh, They they conquered North Africa and and most of um, the Iberian Peninsula in the 7th and 8th centuries. And because of this, you know, Christianity and Islam is coming more and more into conflict.
2: Okay, now Uh, did you say the Muslim armies? Because I don't think, I could be, I mean, I could be totally wrong. I don't think... Arby's is going to be their first choice. The Muslim armies. The Muslim Armies. Armies. Okay. I thought you said Arby's. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> Why yeah, are the they... They have the meats across the Middle East. Like, that's ridiculous. Uh, the Muslim Arby's <laughs> is great, though, by
1: the way. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think they eat cows, do they?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, they eat cows. They don't, what eat, what they, eat, they don't eat
1: pork. They don't eat pork. Who doesn't the eat Hindus cows? Don't eat Hindus don't
2: eat cows. Hindus don't eat cows. Okay. Yeah, Hindus worship wow. cows, Wow. So. Wow, ignorance flowing early this episode. All right. <laughs>
0: In, in Italy, um, there's increasing conflicts over over trade between the, the city-states like Pisa and Genoa.
1: <coughs> They're sort of coming into conflict with... Hey, buddy, you might want to get that cough checked out.
2: <laughs> God damn it, I couldn't even go fucking <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: oh, Had to do it. Had to, you do. Go ten, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> to do it. not go
2: Had to do it. Oh, there, there's
0: also conflicts in Sicily as as these sort of um, Muslim armies sort of come into come into Italy and come into conflict with Italian powers there as well, and in Catalonia as well, which which is sort of um, on the outskirts of the the Muslim area called El Andalus, which is the the Muslim area of the Iberian Peninsula they are also coming into conflict them um over
1: trade and other reasons the iberian peninsula being spain right? where spain is spain
0: yeah. and portugal okay the the reconquista uh, was underway by the 11th century which is around the same time as the crusade and and foreign knights Whew. are traveling to the iberian peninsula to partake in the reconquista many of them come from france
2: and what is the reconquista
0: the, the Reconquista is the reconquest of Spain from the Muslims. Okay. Um, this won't be completed in Spain until around 1492, and it happens much sooner for Portugal. Portugal is free of Muslim rule by the 13th century. Okay. Uh, during this time period, most of Christianity or most of Europe has has become Christian. And the collapse of the Carolinian Empire, which controlled much of France and Germany, um, has led to the emergence of this sort of um, class of warriors called knights um, that are coming increasingly into conflict with each other. But now that there are less non-Christian, you know, pagan forces for them to fight, um, they're increasingly fighting with each other.
2: And this is where we get, like, the trope of, like, the knight in shining armor. Like, this is, when we say knight in shining armor, this is what we're supposed to, like, immediately go to if you think knight.
1: I usually oh, go, oh, a knight, right to Brian Adams.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <God laughs> <to> Christ. <laughs> the I go knight- to Heath Ledger myself, but, I mean, just for, for, <laughs> uh, for reference, though, for reference.
0: N- knights have sort of emerged as a class. We're not really sure exactly where um, knights come from. Um, Sort of feudalism is something that we're not entirely sure why it came about. We just know that over time, after the collapse of sort of the the Roman Empire into these larger empires, or or I should say smaller empires, that were run by different, usually Germanic leaders, they sort of adopted this system. And it probably comes from the way that the Roman military was set up with the legion. Um, As things become more decentralized, um, the Roman legion, which was the main sort of military unit within the Roman military, is a decentralized military unit. Mm-hmm. Um, the legion sort of had what was called a spoken wheel um, type of management system where instead of answering to someone higher up in the hierarchy, the head of the legion is the head of the legion. Like they usually, you know, go with what the emperor says, but they don't have someone directly over them ah okay Okay. so you don't have a commander of multiple legions the commander of multiple legions is the emperor and sort of towards the roman empire if you're familiar with roman history um emperors didn't really have a long lifespan and they were often replaced by the leaders of legions who could you know muster
2: up enough support
1: except marcus aurelius he survived oh my god
2: he did (laughs) I, just every time I hear the name Marcus Aurelius, really all I can think of is Gladiator. I
1: know, dude. It's I, I'm like a. It's I'm ruined. Just, it. It's I'm ruined totally it. A, a stoic like philosophy junkie, and I'll I'll post stuff, and I get friends like joking around about it. Where's Maximus?
2: But if we're thinking of, I'm sorry, but if we're thinking of like the knight that is involved in these crusades, that's kind of like what we should think of, like picture in our mind is like the knight in shining armor with the horse and the big sword charged into battle. Like right.
1: I think it's a kind little of. bit. I think it's a little bit out of scope. Like it's a little bit uh, churched up. <laughs> yeah,
0: they probably they probably didn't have literally you know, like, like full plate
1: armor. It, it differs because it's all what they can afford. Right, some and of I them just... some of them had Dixie plate armor.
2: <laughs> they had the uh, the uh, equivalent of drywall, but in their time, it was basically <laughs> just frosted flakes boxes painted white.
1: They're they're not going to
0: cover themselves in valuable food.
2: Think, <laughs> no, just the, not even the food. Just Are the, you daft?
1: Are you covered in rolled oats? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, you've got man. a month's worth of meal on you. You could feed Glastonbury with your suit. <laughs> God damn it. Uh... <laughs> Um, so these
0: knights, they're, they're sort of local leaders. Um, it, it's all sort of part of like how taxes are kept. Um, they, they usually control estates, and then they have people under them um, and serfs, um, usually controlling areas where you have freedmen and serfs. And serfs are, of course, um, sort of laborers and farmers that are set to be within a geographic area. Um, they can't really determine you know, where they go. Um, they're not slaves, but they're very close to being slaves without
1: being slaves. It's kind of like working at McDonald's.
2: <laughs> yes, it's just like working at McDonald's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the night
0: class, they, their whole thing is that they're warriors. and you know, like not all of them can read and stuff like that. Um, so they don't have a lot to do. and sort of their goal is to be, you know, these martial heroes. So they look for conflict, you know. So that,
2: they're so they're hypermachismo. They're illiterate. So they're just the big alpha males.
0: Yeah, and and sort of the way that they see to solving problems is through force. Um, they're, and these they're, are the same
2: guys that evolved into driving these gigantic jacked up trucks, blowing rolling coal everywhere.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, dude, I love that. <laughs> That meme, no matter where you are, no matter what road you're on in Florida, there's always that guy in the F one hundred and fifty, like that's raised off the ground, and his face is red, and he's always. like, he's right behind you. It's there's like, would you go
2: faster? I know it's a thirty five, but I really need to go eighty. Sorry, I'm not speeding fast enough for you, sir. Look, I hit six kids back there, and I got to get out of here.
0: <laughs> in order to curtail conflict between. These knights, and also to sort of stop violence against the church and church properties, the the papacy sort of comes up with this system called the peace and truce of God, um, which are actually two separate proclamations. The the peace of God, which was first proclaimed in 989 at the Council of Cherù, uh, um, it's sought to protect, you know, church properties, um, agricultural resources, and unarmed clerics. It essentially made it, the, the church said that it's illegal um, for you to to attack these things. Because, you know, the church has a lot of holdings, you know, it has lands, um, a lot of monasteries. Um, the reason why, you know, for today, like, a lot of the monasteries that people know of are, are doing things like brewing and stuff like that. Yeah. It's because, it's because monasteries had to be self-sufficient. I want some they, Abbey they had, Ale. They, they not only oh had god. to sort of supply themselves, they also had to bring in income to support themselves um, because, you know, the papacy is too um, too busy building golden palaces for themselves to Critical. actually take care of, you know, monks and priests.
2: Yeah, god forbid they take care of the people that are actually, you know, supporting the entire infrastructure of your stupid fucking religion.
1: Bro, I want some Abiel. Shit's good. <laughs>
2: You ever Dude, had? You ever had uh, Saint Bernardus? Saint Bernardus, yeah. yeah, it's
1: super good. I, uh, it's not my favorite. My favorite is um Oh uh, uh, yes, you can get no, you can get that Publix. Tastes,
2: yeah, it tastes kind of like um, it's got a very like allspice taste to it.
1: Yeah, it's the, been it's the, been in brood since spicy. 1240. So there might be people back then who were actually uh, drinking some Leffa.
2: My favorite thing is to go get a four pack or a six pack. What do they sell it at the Saint Bernardus, the Abbott Twelve. Oh yeah, just that shit's fucking good.
1: hammered. Yeah, that's the, it's, it's it's like twelve percent. Hey Steve, yeah, just drink. <laughs> speaking of beers, just, uh, how drunk were these nights?
2: Um, what nights?
1: Probably pretty drunk. <laughs> I like how Ron says, "What nights?" <laughs> like. Uh, uh, um,
2: I thought you were asking how drunk this? the knights were that I was drinking the Saint Abbot. 12- Am I the only person
1: who, when the, when someone says knight anymore, for some reason, I just think of Martin Lawrence?
2: <laughs> no, I think Heath Ledger, man. I don't know well, why I think of
1: Martin Lawrence because he was in Black Knight, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: ah, it's so good. Anyway, so uh, Mar- Martin Lawrence back to the Crusades. <laughs> yeah, he comes back. He comes back in time. <laughs> he, he does lock up with all the, all the knights. The Council of Sheneneh, right. I got and that's,
0: it. And that's when the truce of God is proclaimed in 1027 yeah. at the Council of Toulouse. <laughs> um, and, and essentially what the truce of God did, um, it's sort of like the Geneva Convention for the medieval Christian world. It, it attempted to limit the days of the week and times of the year that um, that you know nobles um, could engage in warfare. It essentially, said you know that you can't fight on a certain feast day or that you had to um, not fight during certain periods of the year in order to restrict conflict.
2: Is that why in World War One they actually took time off at certain points and were photographed like drinking tea with each other, like uh, across enemy lines, like with the enemy? Is it like no, a harking that, back to those? That, that, days? that was halftime, dude.
1: <laughs> You yeah. not, not can't sense, really see half time sort of
2: against people trying to kill you, but okay.
1: <laughs> it's half time. It's, it's forty one Britain, twenty-three
2: everybody Germany. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's not related to
0: that and those types of things were incredibly rare. Um that those those sort of lulls in, in the combat where they would do that. Uh, mostly because the, the commanders did not want the soldiers doing that. Yeah, I wonder why. Um and, and this movement sort of survives until about the thirteenth century. Wow,
1: okay. the uh, so the movement of uh, the, the truce of God. This, this okay. um, So people, how limits. closely do people follow those laws? Well, no. The
0: the truce of God is the one that limits when you can fight.
1: How closely um, the do peace pe- of God
0: was the one that protects the church. Oh, okay. Well, how? it's one of those things too, where um, if it's brought up, you know, the Catholic Church can excommunicate you, and if you're excommunicated.
1: Um, you're as good as dead. You're John now, can you,
2: um Now, can you petition the church? Say you want to fight something. If you have enough money. You know what I'm saying? Let's say if well, my man my man walks in and says, hey, uh, listen, my neighbor, he's been fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? He's got some family. and want to get rid of him. <laughs> you, know you, you know what I'm saying? Trying to grease some palms. You know what I'm saying? Well, what cost. Well, your holiness. Actually, I'm sorry. Your yeah, holiness. William,
0: that's actually how William the Conqueror got permission to invade. England. Oh, but
2: William the Conqueror is not Italian. I feel like they'll be more was, mobbed up shit. Well,
0: well no. <laughs> what, what happened was that the Normans were in Italy, and the Normans essentially held the Pope, and they, they almost had him held hostage, and, and they pretty much said, you're going to do this for us, and we're going to let you go. So it was pretty much like a mafia-type deal where they are like, all right, we want this thing to happen, and you're going to make it happen, and if you do, you're not going to get hurt. Hey, listen,
2: unless you make this happen, we're going to break your fucking kneecaps. You understand what I'm telling
0: you? <laughs> um, the Normans were all over the place because the Normans are actually descended from Vikings.
2: Yeah, okay. I just don't think of a Norman as like the greasy-haired, really curly chest hair with the wife beater and the gold chains, like trying to intimidate people. When I say mob dub, that's what I mean, like the Italian stereotype.
1: You mean like the American mafia? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. They're all they're all (laughs) immaculately dressed like Furio. Yeah. (laughs) You had a bee on your hat.
0: And also too during this period, um, the Pope and the Holy Roman Emperor are becoming more and more in conflict with each other um over what's called the investiture controversy. It's this debate over who could install high church officials. Um and for the popes to sort of deal um with these crises that they had with local leaders um, they would have the church. They would legitimize the church, you know, using force, um, either either recruiting knights or hiring people um, to deal with these. Hmm. And, and also, too, um, church officials had legitimized the use of force by Christians in El andalus um, the in sort of the Muslim region of the Iberian Peninsula.
1: So they were cool so, with
0: it. So they're they're. They're recruiting people. They're they're telling people to go do this for the church, um, okay. which had not really been done before. Um, and then in 1054, you you have the schism that happens. It's usually referred to as the schism of 1054. Um, oh, when the, did it happen again? 1054.
2: <laughs> when did the, when did the schism of 1054 occur again? <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> it doesn't say. It doesn't say. <laughs> It <laughs> doesn't say. guess really? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, maybe like maybe like 960, somewhere around there. And the guy, guy, first guy on the battlefield was like, this is going to last all the way until 1054. Mark my words. Oh. This was the breaking of
0: the fellowship between the Catholic and Orthodox churches, um, which, which sort of led to a conflict between them. Um, A lot of it was just over, um, they they just didn't want to be under each other um, because the the center of the Roman Empire uh, in the second half of like sort of its like golden age, it was in the east. Um, When we refer to uh, Byzantium, that's usually just like sort of a western name for it because that area is actually, you know, the extant Roman Empire. That was, so, the, okay, that was the okay. eastern half of the empire, which was the heart of the Roman Empire, um, because the western part of the Roman Empire was like sort of like flyover country. Um, okay. It was the backwoods area where not a lot of people lived, and it wasn't the cultural center. The cultural center of the Roman Empire, um, throughout much of its history, is in the east. It's in Anatolia, um, it's in what is called the Levant, it's in North Africa.
2: Ah, okay. Uh, ah. Most of the
0: population lives there. Ah. Um, so the Orthodox Church um, is sort of the remnants of the Roman structure, and that the Roman Catholic Church is just sort of the Bishop of Rome, sort of keeping that going, but um, also asserting, you know, that it is like the original church, when, when in fact it's, it's not. Okay. So they, they sort of have the schism. Uh, the Pope wants the Orthodox Church to be under the papacy um, the Orthodox Church does not, um, and it leads to conflict. Um, and, and one of the reasons why the Crusades might have happened is because Pope Urban II wished to bring Roman Catholicism to the East. Okay. Um, because in 1074, um, Pope Gregory VII, um, he had called on the, the, the Milites Christi, the soldiers of Christ, to go to Byzantium's aid, because during this time period, um, Byzantium is, is getting their shit kicked in by the Turks. Um, after Gotta the love the Turks, man-, man. After the Battle of Manzikert in 1071, um, much of the Anatolian uh, peninsula has been lost to the Turks.
2: Um, Aww. They still
0: they still control Constantinople. They still control hey. what is today Greece, Istanbul, and um, those areas in the Balkans. But they don't they don't
1: control Anatolia. It's essentially fallen. Um, to these turkish armies so when you guys think of turks you know what do you see because like the first thing i see is the turkish soldier and mash you ever see that the one that attacks hawkeye uh
2: mash i thought mash was in vietnam okay That's, like the, i don't uh, know, <laughs> I think oh i paid attention to mash now when <laughs> i was a kid
1: i i thought it was like vietnam too because my dad was in vietnam i didn't realize it was the korean war until like way okay. later yeah. You know, I think that's a perfectly reasonable thing for for a young person to like make the mistake on <clears> too. <throat> but yeah, that's my first thing when I think Turkish. Either that or kuzu Kalash on stick. <laughs> Usually like a guy with like slicked back hair and a big mustache. Yeah. Okay, Joe. That's what he says at the end of the episode when they finally calm him down and they give him like morphine or something to chill out.
2: <laughs> I got a buddy who's uh who's Turkish. He actually went back to Turkey to go back and live there. Um, he was here, He's going to UF on a student visa, but uh, he's a pilot now. Uh, Simi, if you're out there and you're listening, appreciate you. i glad to see you're doing great with life. Keep it up. Keep it up. Nice to see
0: you out, Simi. Even though that the Byzantine Empire had lost a lot of territory to the Turkish armies, it didn't really impact them a lot in the long term. Um, a lot of the areas they lost in Anatolia, you know, um, it, it's still territory, but it, but it wasn't that important. Um, and, and a lot of people, when he makes this call, um, it's mostly ignored and dismissed by European leaders, and, and largely because, too, that Pope Gregory the VII wanted to lead the armies themselves. Um, he was calling for a force of about 50,000 uh, to march east, and he wanted to be at the head of it. The uh, Pope. Which most the, of the Pope leaders, himself. Yeah, which most of the leaders probably didn't really like the idea of the guy they're constantly arguing with over taxes, um, to be, like, leading their, their people as an army.
2: Now, uh, if the Pope were to die, though, would they... Well, I mean, they'd have to elect a new Pope, but in the interim, would they, like, not have to pay taxes?
0: Well, they pay taxes to the Church. They still tithe. They're they're tithing to the Church. They're not oh, paying okay. directly to the Pope.
2: Okay, so um, it's not a case of, like, yeah, no, 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 it, come on, come on, come on. No, it's, lead lead it's, us into battle. And if he dies, they still have to pay taxes, because I could definitely see them, like
0: when When I say they're paying taxes, I mean they're tithing, which it means they're paying ten percent of their income to the church oh, um, so it's just a okay. flat ten percent tax that they have to pay, uh, among other things that when the church comes around and asks them to fund things
1: I've heard about okay. that the first time I heard about tithing, I was actually uh I was listening to shortwave radio one night, and I was just scrolling through and there was some guy on there talking about it, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" and I looked it up, and I was like, "Wow, now that is a swindle." my god oh dude yeah just imagine it's like
2: the it's like the televangelist it's,
1: i mean you do what you gotta do i know people who do it right whatever makes you sleep better at night but phew, fucking idiot and in,
0: in some in some sort of christian the more cultish christian
1: denominations like mormons um you have to tithe yeah There's evangelicalism like, it's, it's, yeah, the Catholics yeah, do it. it Catholics do it too, it, bro. They pass that thing around.
0: Well, yeah, yeah they but the Catholics but they do that also in, don't. They like... do that in evangelical churches too, but it's a suggestion.
1: Like... Yeah,
2: Catholics is like, it's like, hey, listen, you should absolutely and like nudging you with the with the. Pastor, oh, bro, you should absolutely. I used donate. to, be, I, I, used, to, I used to
1: be Catholic, bro. They would like send you letters yeah. in the mail and be like, we haven't oh, gotten any fuck, yeah. of your envelopes. Was hey, listen our
2: we church sent you, you those groups, envelopes? You a couple thousand to us. We sent you those
1: envelopes, and they like you drop like twenty cents in because you were a kid, and the guy. That kind of
2: light. You want to try again? Yeah, twenty cents. <laughs> Fuck,
1: are you trying to do? What's that? Buy one candle? Fucking shit bag. Put some more in there. That's that's not even enough to fill the incense burner. Seriously, man. Father's got to eat.
0: We got to get that special incense that fits in a globe. We can't, we can't use that.
1: We can't use that head shop incense. I'm trying to buy that new one. The
2: attorneys we're going to need in a couple
1: decades. I'm trying to buy that new one where it comes out of the heavenly host. You know, it's cool. It's a cool incense burner. <clears throat> um,
0: and also, too, um, to give you an idea of what's going on in the Muslim world at this time, uh, much of the Levant is in turmoil. Um, Due to the collapse of what was called the Great Seljuk Empire. I'm sorry, Uh,
2: the Great what? Seljuk. uh, Seljuk. Seljuk. Okay.
0: S e l j u q, um, which was which was sort of this (laughs) Turkish Empire um, that had controlled um, a lot of what would eventually become like sort of the Ottoman Empire, Um, just just sort of the Levant, um, an area of Anatolia, and then all the way to around Iraq.
1: So I looked up uh, Levant real quick on on uh, Google just to confirm that I was in the right area cuz you know I'm terrible at geography and it says levant verb to run away typically leaving unpaid debts. <laughs> 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 like I didn't even know it was a word. I just I know I know someone who has the last name, like that's about it. And and also too, you have the rise of what's called the the Fatimid Caliphate.
0: And, and the Fatimid Caliphate is the first major um, Shiite caliphate.
2: Oh, um, because now what is okay? So, and I've always been confused about this. What is a caliphate?
0: So the the caliphate is sort of the um, theocratic empire that Muhammad starts. He's the first sort of, of of caliph.
2: So a caliphate is basically a like a term of an emperor's rule.
0: Well, it's it's the type of it's it's sort of a Muslim kingdom. So. And, if, so for instance like like isis uh the islamic state they refer okay. to themselves as the caliphate um and, and the caliphate is just sort of the, as the, the muslim empire one? yes there's only supposed to be one and the reason for that is that um within the sunni faith you have to be a descendant of muhammad in order to be a caliph um and the last sort of caliphate like legitimate like long-running caliphate um, co- that collapsed was the one that was under the Ottoman Empire. Um, so the here- Ottomans, good. the The Ottomans had a, a, a caliph, and, and the caliph was was very like he was he was just very corrupt. Um, he he wasn't really like um, what most people consider like Islam today. He was just very like cosmopolitan and, and okay. sort of like laid back and stuff.
2: Um, More um, like so- the Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia right now.
0: Not like that. Didn't that I guy die? that? Guy they're, died they're, died. they're 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 Salafists, and Salafism is sort of a response to that caliphate.
2: Okay, so if you're a direct descendant of Muhammad, praise be upon him, then you are considered a caliph, and the caliphate well, well, no, is no, like you area can that you, be caliph. Okay, it's like being can, king. It, it, okay, so you it, can be caliph, and it's, then you yes, preside it's just preside over the title, area, which is your caliphate, it's like being
1: the manager at Safeway. Yes, you <laughs> anybody but, in the <laughs> store, anybody who works at Safeway can be the manager at Safeway. Anybody.
0: Okay, but it's it's like this big thing, and it's not really like set into stone because you have a lot of things too, like like the Mahdi um, that comes up, which is sort of this um, redeemer of of Islam who's going to come out and he's going to be like a
1: caliphate, messianic uh, a caliph, figure
0: yeah, sort of a messianic figure that comes in and redeems Islam before, you know, the end of days, the final battle. Um, but the the sort of the divide that happens between Sunnis and Shiites is over this. And, and the, the divide between the two is sort of like the divide between Protestantism and Catholicism, um, where it's just sort of determining, you know, who has the right to represent or speak for God. And with Shiites, um, it goes back to, to, to sort of this um i, I don't really want to get into it because it's like very complex and has this long-lasting thing um but essentially one Give us of the overview one of one of muhammad's relatives wanted to about, be,
2: i like his little oh, like god damn, you <laughs> it is everything. i've you read about this
1: because <laughs> i've read i've read several books and i was getting into comparative religion a couple years ago and he's not wrong it's fucking
2: complicated it it oh, goes, I'm, I'm well aware. Yeah, so. but I just want kind of like the overview, like the Reddit, uh, uh, the Reddit explain like I'm five.
0: <laughs> so essentially, one of his relatives wanted to be caliph, and um, he was he was murdered. Um, he was assassinated. Um, though though some people um, within the Shiite faith, um, especially if they're um, like a lot of the practitioners in Iran, follow this sort of um, sort of idea of Shiitism, where this guy sort of goes into what's called occultation, where he's still around and immortal, um, but he'll come back at the end of days. Um, But because this guy was was murdered, um, they say that he was the last caliph, and that there can't be another caliph. Um, And then um, within Sunni, um, within the Sunni faith, they kept, you know, sort of electing caliphs. And then the caliph eventually becomes more like a pope than a um, than like a secular leader, gotcha. Okay, um, but but at this time um, these the Shiites. Um, and, and Sunnis are they're coming increasingly into conflict. So the Middle East is in conflict uh, with itself. Uh, Muslims are are sort of fighting with Muslims in the same way that Christians are fighting with Christians. I'm
1: gonna need a year check again.
0: Well, year check. This is still this is still in the the 10th and 11th centuries. Got it. Got this, it.
1: This is something that's happening over
0: time, but it, during the 11th century. Which is what we're talking about is there's a whole bunch of like wars going on Mm. um sort of leaders are setting themselves up in different areas and, and coming into conflict with each other um and these these sort of conflicts are um are disrupting christian communities in the region and they're also disrupting people going on pilgrimages to jerusalem okay And this isn't, like, a major cause of the Crusades, Um, and it's not like Muslims are largely, you know, targeting Christians, which some people um, like to sort of put it that way. Um, What it is is essentially like any other conflict where, because there's warfare going on, trade and everyday life is being disrupted, you know, people are being forced from their homes, Um, but it's having an impact on um, what is essentially a tourist industry. Um, So Muslims are not really happy about this either because, one, you know, they're living in a war zone, and two, it's disrupting, like, the normal trade. They like having the Christian pilgrims come because they spend money. Yep. Um, They they come into the area, you know, they spend money, um, they might buy some things. Um, if If it's a rich enough lord, you know, you might be able to convince him to buy a supposed relic um because because a lot of the the catholic church around this time um there's there's sort of this idea of going on a pilgrimage and they have local pilgrimages and within europe where people go like like for instance canterbury um, uh the, the canterbury, the canterbury Tales. tale Hell is yeah. about good people book, going book. on a pilgrimage to canterbury um where there is sort of a relic that they want to go see
2: and it's never finished right chaucer didn't finish that right he did not. And then um, somebody picked it up and was like, oh, I can kind of write like him and kind of like kind of sort of cobbled together some stuff. But it was just – it wasn't the ca- – okay, well, I'm a well, huge well, literature nerd, and I remember the Canterbury Tales from high school. And it was a great book if you if you took it in chunks for what it was in the short <laughs> stories like The Bard's Tale and things like that. That's, it's yeah, like well, a that's, great story.
0: That's what it is. It's a collection of short stories, and we have most of them um, who are generally considered to be the most important of – the the tales um so so with pilgrimages you you have the rich and the poor um very much how like muslims today go on the hajj you know they visit uh, mecca um christians go on pilgrimages throughout the christian world um jerusalem being the most important like if you can go on a pilgrimage to jerusalem it's considered to be
2: the best and don't isn't it a jewish faith thing that they should do like one visit in their lifetime no, that's Jerusalem.
0: just that that's just more of a like a modern day like Israel birthright thing.
2: Birthright, that's what I'm thinking of, the trip to Israel. Okay.
0: Yeah, but it's like more of a twentieth that, century thing, I think. That's that's more of a scheme by the Israeli government to increase their birth rate by getting people to emigrate to Israel. Uh okay. Yeah, they, they, they do a lot of encouragement of, like, like when you go on birthright, it's not like, hey, you're Jewish and, like, here's your culture. Though that is part of it. Uh, a big part of it is, like, hey, Israel's awesome. You should move here and have lots of kids. Um, and that's that's one of the reasons why they fund it, because they, you know, they want they, – they desperately need to increase their birth rate in numbers. Okay. Um, and eventually all, all this leads – um, to the Council of Clermont, and the Council of Clermont is sort of the, the event that precipitates the launching of the Crusade. Um, the, uh, the Byzantine Emperor Alexios uh, Alexios the uh, First um, he sends envoys um, to the Council of of Piencensa in March of 1095 to ask Pope Urban the um, Second for aid against the Turks.
2: Pope Urban the Second. Yes. Like Urban Meyer. Like Keith
0: Urban. <laughs> like like yeah, U R B A N. Like
2: Oh my God, that's like, awesome.
0: Okay. <laughs> like the same way like the same way that like like the white that, that white scared people white people, walk, people refer well, to Yeah, we'll yes, say yes. We'll say Urban, say, urban.
2: <laughs> Fuck I hate those people goddamn so much. Alright, go ahead.
0: And and as I mentioned before, you know, Urban the Second was open um, to, to sort of um, to to partaking in this aid um, because he wanted to, to sort of close the divide between the churches, and also, too, he wanted to assert Rome's dominance over the area and the Orthodox Church, um, because the areas that are under Muslim control are not being, like, sort of maintained by the Byzantine Empire, so if Western Europeans could move in and institute sort of the Roman Church in that area, um, they would control it.
2: This sounds a lot like settlements on the West Bank, but go ahead.
0: Uh, from November 18th uh, to 28 1095, um, at Claremont, um, Urban gives this sort of, um, sort of like church retreat, um, and where he just invites local leaders, you know, to come um, and hear him give sermons and, and sort of pray um, and do this. Um, not a lot come, we're, we're not entirely sure who came, um, it, it was a number of French nobles who um, uh, we don't really know like uh, uh, among them you know who was there even if some of the ones that went on the crusades were there um and we don't really know what he said we have about five recorded versions that allege to be what his sermon was
1: on um, what kind um, of media do we have it? <laughs> in just just written down um, um, right. Ma- max l <laughs> yeah it's all on zip drives, so it's lost to history Ah, <laughs> oh, shit oh,
2: no, they, were, they put it on jazz drives. drives
1: But the jazz drive Failed, so Oh my
2: fucking god, don't
1: That's a real thing, <laughs> it was the successor to the zip drive It was a, a whole gigabyte
2: it's Do you so guys remember cold. when the zip drive came out and they were typing up as this is going to be it? This is the next big thing. This is it. And then the SSD drive came out and they were like, get the fuck out of here.
1: SSD, it's then like, those, like high capacity hard drives came out. It's sad. It's out. all on those
0: video records that they had in the, uh, the early 80s. Yeah. The ones that got supplanted by Laserdisc. God damn it. Um, so, the six main sources we have about what he said at the council one is from Urban himself, which is mostly what we can gather from a letter he wrote in December of 1095 uh, where he refers to the council it begins with Uh, I said this another (laughs) one is an anonymous work called the the Gesta Frank Corum the deeds of the Franks um, dated um, uh, 1100 to 1101 that one is prefaced Um, Frank said this (laughs) (laughs) And and when they refer to the Franks they refer to the French
1: I stand, yeah, I, stand I, I stand by Franks by with I stand by my original K. translation. No, it
2: is I thought it Franks is F R A N C that's the money, I
1: think. That's Franks.
2: Yeah, and I Franks. thought that's how you also pronounce back in the day if you if you Well really there say like, there
0: are it's a German name for them. The uh, Carolinian Empire was considered the Frankish Empire. Got it. because um, Charlemagne is both revered in France and Germany. In, in France, of course, he's Charlemagne. In Germany, he's Karl the Grossa.
2: Charlemagne the God? Yeah, I, I didn't think
1: they got yeah. uh, hot, hot ninety-seven or whatever it is. Goddamn, black
2: <laughs> really don't crack. That guy's got to be what a couple thousand years old, right? <laughs> uh.
1: Jesus Christ! All right, one
0: of one of them is by a guy named Fulcher of Chartres. Um, who was present at the council, and he wrote this work called the *Gesta Francorum Jerusalem*, Expugnatium, um which was which was um, written in from 1100 to 1105. Um, Robert the Monk, um, he may have been present there, and he wrote. What did he
2: do for a living, Robert the Monk? What did he do? He sold
1: do? insurance. <laughs> he was born in 1054. <laughs> All he
2: <laughs>
1: he
0: sold um, or he wrote the Historia uh, Solmentania in 1107. Um, Baldric, the Archbishop of Dole, um, wrote about being there in 1105. And Guebert de Nogant wrote uh, De Gesta de Francos in 1107 or 1108.
2: A lot of that just sounds like fucking gibberish, I'm not gonna So,
0: lie. a lot of these, it, it's mostly Latin, <laughs> um, but this all these are all written about a decade after the Crusade, like, ends. Okay. So, there, there's no there's no real contemporary sources. The most contemporary one is the letter written by Urban. Um, uh, even l- then,
2: These are written after the First Crusade ends, or all the Crusades?
0: After the First Crusade. The, the Crusades okay. don't really end until, like, the 15th century.
2: Okay.
0: Damn. Um, they 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 keep going until like the Ottoman Empire asserts its dominance over the Middle East, and then they just decide to go around them because they realize you know they're never going to defeat the Ottomans.
2: So they take the easy way out, okay.
0: And so the the five the five versions of the speech um, that are presented, um, because uh, not all the sources um, had, a version of the speech. They, they just sort of, like, talked about what he said, which is the letter. Um, but, but all the virgin, all the versions, except for the guest of Frank Quorum agree that Urban had talked about um, that the violence in European society needed to end and that they needed to maintain the peace of God. Um, he wrote about helping the Greeks um, who'd asked for assistance. When he refers to the Greeks, they refer to uh, Byzantium. Okay. Um, because the Byzantine Empire speaks Greek.
2: Oh, interesting. I didn't know
0: that. Yeah, they they switched over to to Greek because during the late stage of the Roman Empire, like Greek was sort of the learned language, while Latin um, was was just sort of a, a necessity, like trade governmental language.
2: God um, damn, throwing shade at Latin. <laughs> the, uh, the the Romans
0: the, the Romans weren't doing the heavy lifting in terms of like culture and, and stuff like that.
2: God, Greece throwing major shade there. Okay, um,
0: it, he he talked about crimes being committed against Christians in the East. Um, this week, we're not entirely sure because there's sort of this train of thought, you know, that Christians had been, you know, under attack. But we know this is largely just because of the conflicts going on between Muslim powers. Um, and he spoke about a new kind of war, an armed pilgrimage. And that um, that there would be rewards in heaven, such as the remission of sins, um, for those who undertook it.
2: God, these guys are such fucking scam artists. I cannot believe the people. Okay, because the cause shit the- they say is it. just out of control. But now I understand back. In, you know, in those days, if you were in that time period, you would absolutely believe this guy and take him at his word. But it's just like, <laughs>
0: Ugh, all right. Um, they. They do not all um, specifically mention, you know, that Jerusalem was the ultimate goal. Um, but we, we know that um, from like Urban's later um, preaching that he did expect them to reach Jerusalem by the end. OK. And and according to one account of the speech, um, there was um, an enthusiastic crowd responding with uh, Dave's vault um, at the end of it, which means um, God wills it. So if you if you see the phrase like deus Vault, um, it's usually come to be like sort of like a racist slogan. I was going to say, why have I heard
2: that before? Okay, yeah, and, and where, it's okay.
0: associated with the Crusades through this like apocryphal account um, that the people did this, and it's largely likely that they like they weren't that enthusiastic about it um, because people weren't really that enthusiastic about going to this this sort of council that the Pope was was having. Because okay. while, while the European leaders and such are you know, dedicated to, to, to the Catholic Church um, and, and, and sort of to the Pope, um, they're also kind of over the Pope's bullshit over a lot of things, and they're very pragmatic about their own rule, um, which is one of the reasons you know why the Protestant Reformation succeeds, um, because you know, the, the German nobles in that area much later on from this point are just so tired of tithing to the Catholic Church that they go with Protestantism because it means they don't have to do it anymore.
2: So Dave's Vault is kind of like the racist version of Inshallah.
0: It, well, because it, 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 it means, yeah, God wills it.
2: Yeah, um, by the so, way, yeah, yeah. If Allah wills it's Inshallah, so, okay.
0: But it, it it doesn't really have, like, the same shorthand. People were not, like, saying it, you know, like, in everyday life, like, people say Inshallah.
2: Oh, okay, all
0: right. Um, so Urban had planned for the, the crusade to depart um, on August 15th. 1096, which is after the Feast of the Assumption.
2: First Crusade, here we go. Right um, after eating, of course. Well, this, is, this is how all the good Crusades take off.
0: But before that point, um, <laughs> we get to what's called the People's Crusade. The People's Elbow- uh, What? People's and, Crusade? And a lot of, a lot of the, the last part of this episode will be discussing the People's Crusade, and next episode we'll talk about the actual, what is referred to as the Prince's Crusade. The People's
1: Crusade, the people's crusade which started at- Led by Dwayne Johnson. It, it started at the Rock- of Gibraltar. <laughs> and
0: so the, the people's crusade is the first of what is referred to as, as a popular crusade. Um, and the children's crusade, which was mentioned earlier, could be considered a popular crusade, um, because Why? it's just sort of, God, no. it's just sort of the people, um, just, just unprompted sort of take up this, this sort of desire, um, to, to retake the Holy land. Um, and it lasts from about April, October of 1096 Um, so it it sort of dies out like immediately after the the prince's crusade begins Um, and the the main leader of this this sort of crusade uh, this popular crusade is a priest named Peter the Hermit Um, and Peter the Hermit was sort of like a traveling like priest and a lot of the discussion about this in earlier historiography until like the 18th century 19th century had sort of credited Peter the Hermit with sort of starting this drive for the crusade that he had convinced the Pope and that he had, you know, influenced him. um, Some even say supernaturally to partake in this crusade Okay Another leader of it um, was a knight named Walter Sands of Vore and Walter Sands of Vore um, was sort of like the highest knight that sort of undertakes this. There are some other knights who go with this crusade um, but it is not like the Prince's Crusade, which we'll talk about. And after Urban sort of has this sort of call for the crusade, um, Peter had traveled the countryside preaching um, this this sort of message, but he was not officially sanctioned by the papacy to do this. Hmm. Um, and, but despite the fact that he did not have official backing, um, he would be the most successful of the religious leaders calling for a crusade, and later historians... Um, like I said, would would sort of put it on him, but we know today that like he was not the primary driver of the crusade.
2: Okay. because he clearly had no backing, so
0: Yeah, and, and the People's Crusade was largely composed of illiterate and untrained peasants. And like I said, there are some knights, but they are not the main body of the force.
2: It's um, illiterate peasants, okay.
0: So they lack in funding of any kind. Um, and it's not popular. Um, with local leaders due to their lack of discipline. Um, they're pretty much a mob. That's okay. So Peter gathers his army at Cologne um, on April 12th of 1096, um, planning to stop there and preach to the Germans and gather more crusaders. So he leaves France, gets to Cologne. Um, but um, the the French who had been under him were not willing to wait um, for Peter. Um, and the Germans, um, under the leadership of Walter Sansevour, um a few thousand French crusaders left before Peter and reached Hungary on May 8th.
2: And their ultimate goal for this very first crusade was? Jerusalem. Okay. And did they, I mean, do they want to, like, sack it or did they just want to say, hey, this is ours? Like, do they just want to gentrify it?
0: They Well, they want to retake Jerusalem. They, they okay. want to make it into a Christian kingdom, which eventually happens. So they want to, yeah,
2: they want to gentrify it. Okay.
0: Um. So Peter reaches Hungary on, on May the 8th, or, or they, they reach Hungary before Peter, um, and they pass through Hungary without incident and arrive at the River Sava at the border of the Byzantine territory of Belgrade, um, which is in Serbia today. Um, so these, these guys who go ahead, um, they don't run into any issues in Hungary. They get to Serbia, or what is say Serbia, and the commander of Belgrade is sort of taken by surprise because he doesn't really know what to do because he wasn't expecting, you know, all these, like, thousands of, of like, people just to show up in his territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and he refuses them entry into Belgrade, and the Crus- and the Crusaders, they just pillage the countryside for food. Okay. Um, this, this causes skirmishes to break out with the garrison in Belgrade, and to make matters worse, um, 16 of Walter's men... Um, they They tried to rob a market in in the city of um, Simun, across the river in Hungary, um, but they they were sort of stopped and they were stripped of their armor and clothing, which was hung from the castle walls um as, as sort of just a sign of what would happen to any other knights that tried to you know rob the city,
2: so they didn't actually kill the guys. They just kind of took their clothes and were like, "Go be naked."
0: Yeah, they took their clothes and armor and then, They they just kind of hung it like a
2: trophy. Okay.
0: Um. So after after this, like the those knights are sort of stripped of their um, their clothing and their armor. Uh, Eventually, the crusaders carry on to Nice, where they are provided with food and waited to hear from Constantinople. Nice is sort of outside of Constantinople. Do you mean Nice? On. You mean
1: Istanbul? No. (laughs) No. Not. You hear it? He did it again. The, ca- the case. Yes. The case N- is in Nice. N i s. Oh, the, the, yeah. They made this uh, guy.
0: It's a city in southeastern
1: Serbia.
2: <laughs> I just love his frustrated. <sighs>
1: <sighs> well, think about it like he's a teacher, and we're in class, and we keep fucking interrupting That's him like saying. every two seconds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not even all the time so like if we interrupt him it's he doesn't get upset it's when we interrupt him with dumb shit you just hear him go
1: what color was okay, his nose so was hair <laughs> that's what I want to know
2: <laughs> guys it doesn't matter they, how much sex he had Would you just, let him, me
1: finish
0: <laughs> teach they call him Carl Grosso. was he like really was, was really he disgusting? fat was he fat <laughs> What do you mean he was big? Was he, like, fat big or was yeah, he tall Yeah,
1: because there's two. There's was it a There's different, different many, kinds how of many <laughs> how, he- how many
0: Bugsy Malones <laughs> were
1: How many Mugsy? That's going to be our universal uh, unit of measurement, by the way.
2: Yeah. How many Mugsy Bogues Yeah, bugs, if you refer to he?
1: someone as two Mugsy Bogues, I'm assuming they're a berserker because they're 10 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> He's about 1.37 Mugsy bugs.
2: <sighs> oh, my God.
0: All right, so this, this group of French knights who, who went ahead, they're, they're waiting um, for the rest to catch up, and they're also waiting to hear from Constantinople on, on what to do. Um, Peter leaves Cologne on about the April 20th. On, on April 20th, he leaves with about 40,000 crusaders. Um, and while he's going, he, he inspires up to about 90,000 um, people um to to follow him but they don't really make it out of germany um they become committed to what's called the rhineland massacres um and this is sort of a a genocide that occurs um against jewish populations and it's sometimes referred to as the german crusade of 1096. okay um so they they make their way through central europe um to uh, constantinople looting pillaging and massacring jews as they went um, this also includes the main body, um, so it, it's also referred to as the the Gezerot uh, right. Um and and it's <laughs> also and it's also referred to as the first Holocaust by wow. some historians. Um, estimates of the number of Jewish men, women, and children murdered um, or or driven to commit suicide by Crusaders
1: vary. Um, but they range from about 2,000 to 12,000 people. That's a lot of people in fuck? that time. I mean, it's a lot of people um, for any time, but for that time, the, Jesus.
0: The, the historian Julius Seronius put the number killed at 4,000. Because think
1: about it, you had to get um, like right up many, in someone's face with a knife, basically, a giant knife. And Yeah, Spears, Spears, Spear's a long, long-handled
2: knife.
0: So he, but he regards the other figures as too high. Um, the historian Norman Cohn puts the number between 4,000 and 8,000 um, from May to June of 1096. Um, the historian uh, Gadaliah ibn Yahya um, estimated some 5,000 Jews were killed from April to June 1096. Um, and Edward H. Flannery estimates that 10,000 were murdered
1: um, over a longer January to July period. And the Twitter account the for Mahmoud Ahmadinejad says it never happened. And <laughs> he,
0: he says that this probably killed about one-fourth to one-third of the Jewish population of Germany and northern France at that time. Jesus. Um, Good Lord. Th- the People's Crusade also nearly wiped out the Jewish community in, in in Mainz, which was the then the largest Jewish community in Western Europe. Um, the nobility of europe condemned the killings of jews and and forbade it on subsequent crusades um nobles don't like it because um they use the jewish communities as money lenders um
1: so is that the main reason in, is that really what yes, the main reason why, is
2: that's why people there's are no biblical connection well i know
1: about the jewish thing but there's no biblical connection to this at all?
2: The biblical connection is Christians well, can't... Lend no, 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 no. I is, know oh, that.
1: Finish. I'm saying, like, like you know, Jesus was a Jew.
0: Well, this yeah. is the thing, is that the Catholic Church at this time, under, under Catholic dogma, the Jews are not um they're they're not catholic therefore they are not protected by the church and they're the same as someone who's excommunicated wow. um, they have to give special protections because you remember too you have things like passion plays yeah like passion passion plays are not about like revering jesus passion plays are about whipping up anti-jewish hatred and then sending the mob into the ghetto to kill the jews unbelievable um but the church also condemns these attacks um, and members of the church did work to protect Jews throughout the Holy Roman Empire. Um, so, so even though well, the that's church good, doesn't um, so a lot of the protections <laughs> that Jews have during this period are very much at the whims of the rulers in those areas. Um, for instance, um, later on, um, all the Jews in England, for example, were essentially like taken out by boat out of England and just sort of left on a sandbar um, by um, King Richard. Um because of his disputes with them, he he just exiled all the Jews from England. and then essentially left them to die in the middle of the English Channel on a sandbar. Um, the The Jews wouldn't be allowed back into England until the Puritans took over um, because they believed that England was Jerusalem and, and that the the Jews needed to return to Jerusalem for the end of days. Oh wow. Um, so everybody's condemning the the nobility, the the church are condemning these attacks. And, and later on, too, um, during the Second Crusade, uh, St. Bernard of Clairvaux um, specifically criticized the attacks on Jews that occurred in the First Crusade um, when he was urging recruitment in the Second. Um, so it was a big enough deal that later crusades uh, essentially forbid attacking Jews and, and essentially told them, you know, like, this this isn't what we're doing.
2: Yeah, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So when yeah. the ma- no when the main uh-uh. We're not doing it's that not like they had Stop. a fucking Cancelled. like the
1: play cancel players <laughs> the, the players association met with the church <laughs> <laughs> and just hammered out a new continue hammered event, out a new agreement a deal <laughs> for ten years we they won't have, attack like, Jews during crusades got it
0: they they have like a picture of like them sitting down and like. Like folding chairs in a locker yeah. room, like talking it over, <laughs> yeah. like one of those, like, like we talk with the Players Association, and they've assured us. Well, we do,
1: we do have some <laughs> real, really, really happy-go-lucky Jew killers. They say they can hold out at least for ten years.
2: Well, you know. However, buddy... in the ten years, we cannot question them touching children.
1: <laughs> I feel like when, it's a trade-off.
2: Oh my god!
0: When do you, you just you just look to your buddy there, and you just just give him a firm, you know firm clasp on the shoulder and say save it save it for the muslims buddy." <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh jesus they're literally Holy divvying shit. up who you can murder essentially <laughs> um so because
0: remember i always said that when the 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 first sort of contingent of french crusaders had gone into um serbia and hungary um, they, they had sort of been um, caught stealing in Simon and had their armor taken and, and hung from the walls as sort of the sign. Yeah, yeah. When, when the other Crusaders arrived, um, they became suspicious because they saw these 16 suits of armor hanging from the walls. And eventually a dispute over a price of shoes in the market um, led to a riot, which then turned into an all-out assault on the city by the Crusaders
2: over the um, price of shoes
0: yeah they were they, they I believe they believe they're being um, charged too much for the shoes um, and in the ensuing sort of assault on the city uh, 4,000 Hungarians were killed
1: nah I, you know what's funny is I was going to make a comment that that sounds like something that would go on in modern day Hungary like, like the fucking Air Force One's price went up too high so they decided to riot in the streets, and fifty thousand were laid to waste. But then you go ahead and mm-hmm. you just you just happen to flop my people in there. <laughs> the Hungarians were not the easy. Riot. The Hungarians were not prepared for it. They were making they were making sweet egg. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! Excellent.
1: Um. Af-
0: after the sort of assault, the Crusaders flee across the river to from to Sava and then to Belgrade, um, but only after skirmishing with Belgrade's troops. Um, When they arrive at Belgrade, the residents flee, um, and the crusaders pillage and burn the city. Um, Eventually, they they march for seven days, arriving at Nys on July 3rd. Um, There, the commander of Nys promised to provide them escort um, to Constantinople, as well as provide them food, but he mainly does this as a way to get them to leave right away. Um, Peter obliged, and the next morning uh, they set out. Um, but uh, unfortunately, a, a few Germans got into a dispute with some locals um, along the road and set fire to a mill, which escalated out of Peter's control. Um, and then this had to send out its entire garrison against the Crusaders. Um, the Crusaders, being you know an untrained force, um, they're completely routed. Um, they lose about ten thousand, a quarter of their number. Damn. Um, and and the remainder regroup further on at Bela Polanka. Um, we reached Sofia, um, <laughs> which is in modern-day Bulgaria, on July twelfth. Um, they met their Byzantine escort, um, which brought them safely um, the rest of the way to Constantinople on August first.
2: If I lost a quarter of my fighting people, I'd drink a lot too. Okay.
1: When the escort got there, did they have like a lot of extra cars? You know. Did they get charged yeah. for him?
2: <laughs> they were they were you, they were could w- you could you request the Uber XL back then?
0: <laughs> well this is like the fire fest of
2: <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they were all really hungry. Um on, on August sixth, um uh, Emperor uh, Alexius uh Alexius the first Commonist, um he doesn't know really what to do because um, he wasn't really expecting such a, an unusual and large army, um, so he just quickly sends them across the Bosporus into Anatolia, because um, that's where they want to go. He doesn't really want to deal with them because he's afraid, you know, that they might um, riot and attack, you know, Constantinople, which it does have, um, it does have thick walls that they couldn't get through, um, but it would, you know, like devastate the local area.
2: Okay.
0: Um, during this time period, Peter is rejoined by the, the French contingent under um, Walter Sansevore, um and a number of bands of um, Italian crusaders um, who arrived at sort of the same time. Uh, once in Asia Minor, which, you know, is, is Anatolia, that area, um, they immediately begin to, you know, pillage towns and villages um, until they reach uh, Nicomedia, um, where an argument broke out between the Germans and Italians on one side and the French on the other.
2: What? Uh, what was the argument over? Please tell me... It was that stupid. happens to this they, day. They
0: were, it, it was just sort of over leadership um, because um, Peter had said that they should sort of take their time as they go. Um, the Germans and Italians split off and elected a new leader, an Italian named uh, Reynald, um, while the French, um, a Frenchman named Geoffrey uh, Burrell took command of that contingent. Um, Peter had, had lost sort of control of the crusade at this point. Um, and most of this had to do
1: with wanting to loot. Right, which was a big thing that knights quote unquote did.
2: <laughs> hey, listen, uh, we're going to break off. I got my guy uh, uh Joey Ten Fingers over here. He's going he's gonna, to Joey he's gonna Ten Fingers him of him. House Ten Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Joey Ten Fingers, he got loot like nobody's business. I think Peter the Hermit, eh, I think he's with the bullshit some boy Joey over here. We're going <laughs> to take back, boom. we're going to take care of it, all right?
0: When when they
2: were sort of <laughs> dropped off
0: um, Emperor Alexius had warned um, and urged Peter um, to wait for the main army to come, um, but a- again, Peter had lost much of his authority and the Crusaders um, spurred each other on um, and, and started sort of attacking other towns. Um, and then the French eventually left, um Nicaea, um, which was a Seljuk uh, stronghold and provincial capital. Um, and they, they sort of attack the areas outside of the city walls, um, unable to breach them, but still looting the, the surrounding country So
2: they leave the major city alone to fuck everything else up?
0: Yeah, because they can't get in. They, they okay. don't have the capability of sieging the city, so they gotcha. just attack everything they can.
1: Alexius is a sounds like a bougie name for a hipster baby. <laughs> it's my son, Alexius. My son, Alexius, has gotten full marks in finger painting. Oh my god. He's he's going to the regional tumbling champion. And you know he only eats wheat. (laughs) Just wheat. (laughs) So, just a quick one. Basically, this kind of confirms what I've always thought about, whenever I hear about the Crusades anyway. That the Crusaders more or less defeated themselves.
0: Yeah, like this is like this crusade. As you'll find out when we get to the Prince's Crusade, really sort of succeeded despite itself, um, which is one of the reasons why it's the only successful crusade. Every other crusade after it had failed.
1: Gotcha.
2: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Um, some of them. Oh, the first even crusade was successful, or the People's
0: Crusade. The first. This is a part of the First Crusade. The People's Crusade, as you, as we'll find out, is not successful. Um, and that the remaining elements do join up with the prince's crusade, which is successful. So the first
1: crusade, spoiler alert, is successful. Yes, and it's the only successful crusade. Don't stop listening. Keep going. Don't Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So after
0: the the French have sort of gone on their rampage, um, (laughs) the Germans um, march 6,000 crusaders on, on Zeri Gordos, and, and capture the fortress there and use it as a base to raid the countryside um the the turks um led by the leader um Kalidji arslan's generals um they recover zaragordos from the crusaders um and the crusaders uh, during the siege are forced to drink the blood of donkeys and their own urine in order to survive after their water supply was cut
1: Oof. Um, tough, did they have one of those so, filters from Amazon.com?
2: <laughs> there was there was no oh, Brita. Damn!
1: You can
0: you can you can put you can put donkey blood through a through a life straw and it's perfectly fine.
2: Uh. <laughs> In And the water of of Dan Harvey.
0: You cannot pee into a Mister Coffee and get tasters. Uh.
2: I love it. I love it. Excellent um, line.
0: So it, after the siege is um, is completed. The, the surviving crusaders who are captured um, are either forced to co- they're either given the option of converting to Islam or they're sent as prisoners to Coruscant um, where the um, or the ones that do convert to Islam they're sent to Coruscant um, to, to sort of join the, the army of the Seljuks um, while the ones that refuse to abandon their faith are killed.
1: Coruscant, that's where Luke and Leia are, right? I was going to say, that's where the uh, Jedi Council resides, isn't it, Coruscant? Yeah, it's the very same. So they sent the Muslims there, huh? Hmm. Damn,
2: Mace. they had rocket technology a long time ago.
1: Mace Windu was very successful. Uh... Why, you got
0: to
2: pick the black guy. Because <laughs> he was the leader of the Jedi Council. He was.
0: Other than Yoda. Yeah, it's true. Love it. Okay, fair. Um, so, back at the main Crusader camp... Um, two Turkish spies had spread rumors that the Germans who had taken um, Zerigordos um, had also taken uh, Nicaea, um, which caused excitement to get there as soon as possible to like take part in the looting because they, they're like, oh yeah, they've already taken the city. They want to get there because they want to like get everything. I want to loot there. baby! I want yeah. to steal shit, bro. They want to get a flat-screen TV. <laughs> Just a loot loot crate. A literal loot, a literal crate full of loot, and and during this time as well, um, Peter the Hermit had gone back to Constantinople um, to arrange for supplies, and, and he was supposed to come back soon. Um, and a lot of the leaders, after hearing this this rumor, they they like not to wait for him um, because he never does return, um, largely because of what happens next. Uh oh, here we go. Um. So Jeffrey Burrell, who had. Um, the most popular support um, among the masses. He argued that it would be cowardly for them to wait, and that they should that they should move on on Nicaea and the Turks as soon as possible. Um, and everybody listened to him. And on the morning of October 21st, the entire army of 20,000 marched out towards uh, uh, Nicaea, leaving the women, children, and the old and sick behind at the camp. Um, Why do I feel
2: like this is not going to turn out well? So
0: three miles from the camp. Um, where the road entered a narrow wooded valley near the village of, of Dracon, um the Turkish army was waiting for them. Um, mm. w- when approaching the valley, the crusaders marched noisily and were immediately like shot at with arrows. And this began what was called the Battle of Civitat, um, which is the name of a nearby village.
2: The Battle of Civitat?
0: Yeah. And immediately, like when the arrows start raining down on them, um, they panic. Um, And the army is, like, immediately in in retreat. They've been routed within the first, like, barrage of arrows. Uh, Most of the crusaders are slaughtered. Um, However, the women and children who surrender are spared. Um, 3,000, including Geoffrey Burrell, were able to obtain refuge in an abandoned castle. Um, And eventually the Byzantines, under um, a leader named Constantine uh, Catacollin, um sailed over and raised the siege, um, saving these remaining Crusaders. Um, these Crusaders return to Constantinople and they're the only survivors of the people's Crusade.
2: Okay.
0: Um, Peter, um, who had been in Constantinople at that time, um he would later join the main crusader army that comes with the prince's crusade along with the few that survived Civitat. Okay. Um,
2: there
0: there's a lot of debate as to whether, Um, Alexius knew this was going to happen, that he had intended for the Crusaders to be massacred by the Turks, um, or that he had knowingly, you know, um, sent them to their deaths to be rid of them.
2: Does he benefit in any way if they all die?
0: Well, the, the main issue he had was that they had just suddenly arrived at his door and they were not, like, the main like actual army he had been promised they were just sort of this mob of like tens of thousands of people who showed up at his doorstep and he just immediately wanted to get them out the door okay so there's some debate as whether you know he he didn't want them around and that he wanted to get rid of them by killing them or that he just didn't care about them and just you know sent them along their way um he did try to warn them he didn't want to warn them too strongly because he was afraid that they might do what they did at every other town they came to and just immediately like go crazy
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so he just sort of told them you know like "Eh, maybe maybe you should you should wait a bit or maybe you should you should think about that
2: yeah maybe you should just sit back on heels for a minute there and sleep on this one sleep on it
0: um and it's it's also possible that that peter could have pushed them on too because of you know he's he's a religious fanatic and he believes you know that god's on
1: their side (laughs) <laughs> hey, you guys, God's got this. God's got this. Just let the arrows fall. They're going to miss. God's, God's plan. They're going to miss. The arrows are going to miss.
2: Also, I need 10% God's plan. earnings yeah, this week, yeah. by the way. By the way, the way basket, I'm uh, the Larry and
1: Phil and uh, Jersey Mike, you guys have not paid yet.
2: Hey, listen, uh, what are you trying to say? House <laughs> 10, House
1: ten, so ten fingers basket. is behind like three months.
2: <laughs> hey. Indulgences.
0: Get your indulgences here. <laughs> Plenary and other. Plenary and other. Ugh. Oh, I got god. I got knuckle bones. Who wants knuckle bones of saints? <laughs> now that other one there, you don't want to buy from him. Those are chicken bones. These are real. This is legit. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so, in, in conclusion of, of this part of the crusade... The the main sort of accomplishments of the People's Crusade were, were genocide, anarchy, and and pretty much raiding destruction on wherever they
2: went. <laughs> 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 and a successful, a successful crusade in spite of themselves, not because of themselves.
1: Were they were they yeah. the gulls? <laughs> like yeah, they're like the little. Giants. How was it successful? Like they, I don't understand how it was successful. They didn't recapture. Well, no, this is. The the people's crusade is not oh, okay. Successful. Thank you, thank you. The, the prince's crusade, which we'll talk about
0: uh, next week, is the actual one that takes the Holy Land. So that's the. Okay, so the people's
1: crusade is, the is like the first thrust of the first crusade.
0: Well, the People's Crusade is just sort of a spontaneous, like, grassroots popular just sort of mob. thing that happens. Right. It's just a, it's mob. a mob. It's just okay. a mob that forms in France and
1: Germany and makes its way over to Turkey. So it's not – it's a precursor to the First Crusade.
0: It's – yeah, it's a precursor to the Crusade that's generally considered to be a part of it um, because, you know, it's so big and and it's sort of spurred on by the original sort of call to crusade but it has very little to do with the actual planning and logistics of the Prince's Crusade.
2: So it's like the prequels in Star Wars. It's spurred on by Star Wars, but it really has nothing fucking to do with it, and it kind of sucks.
0: It was done in order <laughs> to recoup the losses the Pope had made during his divorce with the Orthodox Church.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it.
0: But the the Prince's Crusade, which uh, when we get to it, is is an actual like funded military sort of adventure led by multiple sort of like nobles who know what they're doing it is an actual military campaign as opposed to like like forty thousand people just deciding, you know, they're going to take a place. It, it's sort of the storm area fifty-one of the eleventh century. <laughs>
2: it's the Yolcada. They,
0: they they thought they thought they couldn't stop them all, but but they actually could and they did. Oh my <laughs> they,
2: god! Yes,
0: yes. Because even if you have forty thousand people, if you have a, like a like a much smaller like army of like well trained like fighters. Like the mob is gonna like get, get decimated.
2: No, of course, yeah. It goes back to the whole how many little children with broadswords could you take on as they come screaming at you with face paint.
1: I'll take one of their swords. <laughs> I'll grab the actual sword with my bare ass hand and I'll take it off of little Billy and I'll beat the shit out of Mikey Joey and Phil. Steve, this is not this is not Vinland I'll hit women about. and children, by the way. I you know,
0: <laughs> apparently, apparently there is a German like <laughs> dueling style where you wear like in your offhand you wear like a, a heavily armored glove. Stop and, it! And like part of it is that you grab the other person's sword
1: in, in <gasps> order to like encumber them. Yeah, I think it's called Gishvilze sword. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> D- I mean, no, you're
0: that's just a lose Yiddish your hand. cousin.
2: cousin. All right. You're just going to lose your hand, though.
0: Nah, not if it's like in a heavily armored like glove. Oh, no, mind. we're no, talking okay. about the man <laughs> in the <laughs> iron glove,
1: okay. like you know. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about a <laughs> no, guy with the, a uh... very, very strong arm, and he's using his.
2: No, I thought you meant the armored glove using his his sword. It kind
1: of doesn't make any sense because, like, if you if your if your one arm is strong enough to carry this massive glove to prevent sword blows, shouldn't that be your sword arm? Well, you, I mean, that's you, what I
0: you, you equally exercise both arms. Because you, you have to rain down the blows on your sword. Do you, know, you Steve? You just like...
2: Yeah, yeah, do you. It's kind of like when you jerk off and use both hands because you got to rain blows down on your sword. Dude, wait. I think you might be doing it wrong. <laughs> wait, not
1: even a, wait, not even that thing. might explain the way you wait. walk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, so I'm not supposed to punch one my- Okay, never mind. So I'm I'm sure you could do that without looking like you know some like like the Bandersnatch from Resident Evil. Okay, just a thing with like a
1: massive arm and like one little baby arm. The last the last physical Ryan got to the doctor was like, you have thirty-seven thousand small microfractures <laughs> in the pelvis. Uh, I've never seen this in all my years studying the pelvis (laughs) Uh. What did you do to (laughs) yourself? He just... He just takes him to
0: some medical theater like some sort of like the elephant <laughs> man just like having him like stand uh, up. Uh, men, are, like, men are like weeping. I
1: don't know about you guys, but whenever I think of medical theaters, I think of that episode of Seinfeld where the junior Mint went
2: inside the guy. Uh, oh my God, yeah. I love that episode. <laughs> <laughs> that, listen, the junior Mint episode and the the king of his castle, the master of your domain, those are the two best Seinfeld episodes. Alright, so then join us in two
1: weeks for part two of the. So in two weeks we're gonna do it? Well, it's the week after. Okay. (laughs) So two weeks. (laughs) Two weeks! (laughs) You literally repeated two weeks in a different way. So, uh. So basically. No, no, no. (laughs) The week after next. It's not. It's one day under 15 days from now. In a fortnight. In a fortnight.
0: Ah oh, man. We're going to we're going to be broadcasting from Fortnite very much like those events they do. Goodbye Steve.